1 Peter chapter 4 Christ suffered here on earth. Now you must be ready to suffer as he did, because suffering shows that you have stopped sinning. It means you have turned from your own desires and want to obey God for the rest of your life. You have already lived long enough like people who don't know God. You were immoral and followed your evil desires. You went around drinking and feasting and carrying on. In fact, you even worshipped disgusting idols. Now your former friends wonder why you have stopped running around with them and they curse you for it. But they will have to answer to God who judges the living and the dead. The good news has even been preached to the dead so that after they have been judged for what they have done in this life, their spirits will live with God. Everything will soon come to an end, so be serious and be sensible enough to pray. Most important of all, you must sincerely love each other because love wipes away many sins. Welcome people into your home and don't grumble about it. Each of you has been blessed with one of God's many wonderful gifts to be used in the service of others, so use your gift well. If you have the gift of speaking, preach God's message. If you have the gift of helping others, do it with the strength that God supplies. Everything should be done in a way that will bring honour to God because of Jesus Christ, who is glorious and powerful forever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised or shocked that you are going through testing that is like walking through fire. Be glad for the chance to suffer as Christ suffered. It will prepare you for even greater happiness when he makes his glorious return. Count it a blessing when you suffer for being a Christian. This shows that God's glorious spirit is with you. But you deserve to suffer if you are a murderer, a thief, a criminal or a busybody. Don't be ashamed to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God that you belong to him. God has already begun judging his own people. And if his judgment begins with us, imagine how terrible it will be for those who refuse to obey his message. The scriptures say, If good people barely escape, what will happen to sinners and to others who don't respect God? If you suffer for obeying God, you must have complete faith in your faithful creator and keep on doing right. 1 Peter chapter 5 Church leaders, I am writing to encourage you. I too am a leader, as well as a witness to Christ's suffering, and I will share in his glory when it is shown to us. Just as shepherds watch over their sheep, you must watch over everyone God has placed in your care. Do it willingly, in order to please God, and not simply because you think you must. Let it be something you want to do instead of something you do merely to make money. Don't be bossy to those people who are in your care, but set an example for them. Then, when Christ, the chief shepherd, returns, you will be given a crown that will never lose its glory. All you young people should obey your elders. In fact, everyone should be humble towards everyone else. The scriptures say, God opposes proud people, but he helps everyone who is humble. Be humble in the presence of God's mighty power, and he will honour you when the time comes. God cares for you, so turn all your worries over to him. Be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion, prowling around to find someone to attack. But you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. 
You know that all over the world the Lord's followers are suffering just as you are. But God shows undeserved kindness to everyone. That's why he appointed Christ Jesus to choose you to share in his eternal glory. You will suffer for a while. But God will make you complete, steady, strong and firm. God will be in control forever. Amen. Silvanus helped me write this short letter, and I consider him a faithful follower of the Lord. I wanted to encourage you and tell you how kind God really is, so that you will keep on having faith in him. Greetings from the Lord's followers in Babylon. They are God's chosen ones. Mark, who is like a son to me, sends his greetings too. Give each other a warm greeting. I pray that God will give peace to everyone who belongs to Christ. Peter's Second Letter, Chapter 1 From Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to everyone who shares with us in the privilege of believing that our God and Saviour Jesus Christ will do what is just and fair, I pray that God will be kind to you and will let you live in perfect peace. May you keep learning more and more about God and our Lord Jesus. We have everything we need to live a life that pleases God. It was all given to us by God's own power when we learnt that he had invited us to share in his wonderful goodness. God made great and marvellous promises so that his nature would become part of us. Then we could escape our evil desires and the corrupt influences of this world. Do your best to improve your faith. You can do this by adding goodness, understanding, self-control, patience, devotion to God, concern for others and love. If you keep growing in this way, it will show that what you know about our Lord Jesus Christ has made your lives useful and meaningful. But if you don't grow, you are like someone who is nearsighted or blind and you have forgotten that your past sins are forgiven. My friends, you must do all you can to show that God has really chosen and selected you. If you keep on doing this, you won't stumble and fall. Then our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ will give you a glorious welcome into his kingdom that will last forever. You are holding firmly to the truth that you were given. But I'm still going to remind you of these things. In fact, I think I should keep on reminding you until I leave this body. And our Lord Jesus Christ has already told me that I will soon leave it behind. That is why I am doing my best to make sure that each of you remembers all this after I am gone. When we told you about the power and the return of our Lord Jesus Christ, we were not telling clever stories that someone had made up, but with our own eyes we saw his true greatness. God, our great and wonderful Father, truly honoured him by saying, This is my own dear Son, and I am pleased with him. We were there with Jesus on the holy mountain and heard this voice speak from heaven. All this makes us even more certain that what the prophet said is true. So you should pay close attention to their message, as you would to a lamp shining in some dark place. You must keep on paying attention until daylight comes and the morning star rises in your hearts. But you need to realise that no one alone can understand any of the prophecies in the scriptures. 
The prophets did not think these things up on their own, but they were guided by the Spirit of God. 2 Peter chapter 2 Sometimes false prophets spoke to the people of Israel. False teachers will also sneak in and speak harmful lies to you. But these teachers don't really belong to the master who paid a great price for them, and they will quickly destroy themselves. Many people will follow their evil ways and cause others to tell lies about the true way. They will be greedy and cheat you with smooth talk, but long ago God decided to punish them, and God doesn't sleep. God did not have pity on the angels that sinned. He had them tied up and thrown into the dark pits of hell until the time of judgment. And during Noah's time, God did not have pity on the ungodly people of the world. He destroyed them with a flood, though he did save eight people, including Noah, who preached the truth. God punished the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes, and this is a warning to anyone else who wants to sin. Lot lived right and was greatly troubled by the terrible way those wicked people were living. He was a good man, and day after day he suffered because of the evil things he saw and heard. So the Lord rescued him. This shows that the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their sufferings and to punish evil people while they wait for the day of judgment. The Lord is especially hard on people who disobey him and don't think of anything except their own filthy desires. They are reckless and proud and are not afraid of cursing the glorious beings in heaven. Although angels are more powerful than these evil beings, even the angels don't dare to accuse them to the Lord. These people are no better than senseless animals that live by their feelings and are born to be caught and killed. They speak evil of things they don't know anything about, but their own corrupt deeds will destroy them. They have done evil and they will be rewarded with evil. They think it is fun to have wild parties during the day. They are immoral, and the meals they eat with you are spoilt by the shameful and selfish way they carry on. All they think about is having sex with someone else's husband or wife. There is no end to their wicked deeds. They trick people who are easily fooled, and their minds are filled with greedy thoughts. But they are headed for trouble. They have left the true road and have gone down the wrong path by following the example of the prophet Balaam. He was the son of Baal and loved what he got from being a criminal. But a donkey corrected him for this evil deed. It spoke to him with a human voice and made him stop his foolishness. These people are like dried up waterholes and clouds blown by a storm. The darkest part of hell is waiting for them. They boast out loud about their stupid nonsense. And by being vulgar and crude, they trap people who have barely escaped from living the wrong kind of life. They promise freedom to everyone, but they are merely slaves of filthy living because people are slaves of whatever controls them. When they learnt about our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, they escaped from the filthy things of this world. But they are again caught up and controlled by these filthy things, and now they are in a worse state than they were at first. They would have been better off if they had never known about the right way. Even after they knew what was right, they turned their backs on the holy commandments that they were given. What happened to them is just like the true saying, A dog will come back to lick up its own vomit. A pig that has been washed will roll in the mud. 2 Peter 
Chapter 3 My dear friends, this is the second letter I have written to encourage you to do some honest thinking. I don't want you to forget what God's prophets said would happen. You must never forget what the holy prophets taught in the past, and you must remember what the apostles told you our Lord and Saviour has commanded us to do. But first, you must realise that in the last days, some people won't think about anything except their own selfish desires. They will make fun of you and say, didn't your Lord promise to come back? Yet the first leaders have already died and the world hasn't changed a bit. They will say this because they want to forget that long ago, the heavens and the earth were made at God's command. The earth came out of water and was made from water. Later, it was destroyed by the waters of a mighty flood. But God has commanded the present heavens and the earth to remain until the day of judgment. Then, they will be set on fire and ungodly people will be destroyed. Dear friends, don't forget that for the Lord, one day is the same as a thousand years, and a thousand years is the same as one day. The Lord isn't slow about keeping his promises as some people think he is. In fact, God is patient because he wants everyone to turn from sin and no one to be lost. The day of the Lord's return will surprise us like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a loud noise and the heat will melt the whole universe. Then the earth and everything on it will be seen for what they are. Everything will be destroyed. So you should serve and honour God by the way you live. You should look forward to the day when God judges everyone and you should try to make it come soon. On that day, the heavens will be destroyed by fire and everything else will melt in the heat. But God has promised us a new heaven and a new earth where justice will rule. We are really looking forward to that. My friends, while you are waiting, you should make certain that the Lord finds you pure, spotless and living at peace. Don't forget that the Lord is patient because he wants people to be saved. This is also what our dear friend Paul said when he wrote to you with the wisdom that God had given him. Paul talks about these same things in all his letters, but part of what he says is hard to understand. Some ignorant and unsteady people even destroy themselves by twisting what he said. They do the same thing with other scriptures too. My dear friends, you have been warned beforehand. So don't let the errors of evil people lead you down the wrong path and make you lose your balance. Let the wonderful kindness and the understanding that comes from our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ help you to keep on growing. Praise Jesus now and forever. Amen. John's First Letter, Chapter 1 The Word that gives life, was from the beginning. And this is the one our message is about. Our ears have heard, our own eyes have seen, and our hands touched this word. The one who gives life appeared. We saw it happen, and we are witnesses to what we have seen. Now we are telling you about this eternal life, that was with the Father and appeared to us. We are telling you what we have seen and heard, so that you may share in this life with us. And we share in it with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. 
We are writing to tell you these things, because this makes us truly happy. Jesus told us that God is light and doesn't have any darkness in him. Now we are telling you. If we say that we share in life with God and keep on living in the dark, we are lying and are not living by the truth. But if we live in the light, as God does, we share in life with each other, and the blood of his Son, Jesus, washes all our sins away. If we say that we have not sinned, we are fooling ourselves, and the truth isn't in our hearts. But if we confess our sins to God, he can always be trusted to forgive us and take our sins away. If we say that we have not sinned, we make God a liar, and his message isn't in our hearts. 1 John chapter 2 My children, I am writing this so that you won't sin. But if you do sin, Jesus Christ always does the right thing, and he will speak to the Father for us. Christ is the sacrifice that takes away our sins and the sins of all the world's people. When we obey God, we are sure that we know him. But if we claim to know him and don't obey him, we are lying and the truth isn't in our hearts. We truly love God only when we obey him as we should, and then we know that we belong to him. If we say we are his, we must follow the example of Christ. My dear friends, I am not writing to give you a new commandment. It is the same one that you were first given, and it is the message you heard. But it really is a new commandment, and you know its true meaning, just as Christ does. You can see the darkness fading away, and the true light already shining. If we claim to be in the light and hate someone, we are still in the dark. But if we love others, we are in the light and we don't cause problems for them. If we hate others, we are living and walking in the dark. We don't know where we are going because we can't see in the dark. Children, I am writing to you because your sins have been forgiven in the name of Christ. Parents, I am writing to you, because you have known the one who was there from the beginning. Young people, I am writing to you, because you have defeated the evil one. Children, I am writing to you, because you have known the Father. Parents, I am writing to you, because you have known the one who was there from the beginning. Young people, I am writing to you, because you are strong. God's message is firm in your hearts, and you have defeated the evil one. Don't love the world or anything that belongs to the world. If you love the world, you cannot love the Father. Our foolish pride comes from this world, 
and so do our selfish desires and our desire to have everything we see. None of this comes from the Father. The world and the desires it causes are disappearing. But if we obey God, we will live forever. Children, this is the last hour. You heard that the enemy of Christ would appear at this time, and many of Christ's enemies have already appeared. So we know that the last hour is here. These people came from our own group, yet they were not part of us. If they had been part of us, they would have stayed with us. But they left, which proves that they did not belong to our group. Christ, the Holy One, has blessed you, and now all of you understand. I did not need to write to you about the truth, since you already know it. You also know that liars do not belong to the truth, and a liar is anyone who says that Jesus isn't truly Christ. Anyone who says this is an enemy of Christ and rejects both the Father and the Son. If we reject the Son, we reject the Father. But if we say that we accept the Son, we have the Father. Keep thinking about the message you first heard, and you will always be one in your heart with the Son and with the Father. The Son has promised us eternal life. I am writing to warn you about those people who are misleading you. But Christ has blessed you with the Holy Spirit. Now the Spirit stays in you, and you don't need any teachers. The Spirit is truthful and teaches you everything. So stay united in your heart with Christ, just as the Spirit has taught you to do. Children, stay united in your hearts with Christ. Then when He returns, we will have confidence and won't have to hide in shame. You know that Christ always does right, and that everyone who does right is a child of God. One John chapter three. Think how much the Father loves us. He loves us so much that he lets us be called his children, as we truly are. But since the people of this world did not know who Christ is, they don't know who we are. My dear friends, we are already God's children, though what we will be hasn't yet been seen. But we do know that when Christ returns, we will be like Him, because we will see Him as He truly is. This hope makes us keep ourselves holy, just as Christ is holy. Everyone who sins breaks God's law, because sin is the same as breaking God's law. You know that Christ came to take away sins. He isn't sinful, and people who stay united in their hearts with him won't keep on sinning. If they do keep on sinning, 
They don't know Christ, and they have never seen him. Children, don't be fooled. Anyone who does right is good, just like Christ himself. Anyone who keeps on sinning belongs to the devil. He has sinned from the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy all that he has done. God's children cannot keep on being sinful. His life-giving power lives in them and makes them his children so that they cannot keep on sinning. You can tell God's children from the devil's children because those who belong to the devil refuse to do right or to love each other. From the beginning, you were told that we must love each other. Don't be like Cain, who belonged to the devil and murdered his own brother. Why did he murder him? He did it because his brother was good and he was evil. My friends, don't be surprised if the people of this world hate you. Our love for each other proves that we have gone from death to life. But if you don't love each other, you are still under the power of death. If you hate each other, you are murderers, and we know that murderers do not have eternal life. We know what love is because Jesus gave his life for us. That's why we must give our lives for each other. If we have all we need and see one of our own people in need, we must have pity on that person, or else we cannot say we love God. Children, you show love for others by truly helping them, and not merely by talking about it. When we love others, we know that we belong to the truth, and we feel at ease in the presence of God. But even if we don't feel at ease, God is greater than our feelings, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if we feel at ease in the presence of God, we will have the courage to come near him. He will give us whatever we ask, because we obey him and do what pleases him. God wants us to have faith in his Son, Jesus Christ, and to love each other. This is also what Jesus taught us to do. If we obey God's commandments, we will stay united in our hearts with him, and he will stay united with us. The spirit that he has given us is proof that we are one with him.